Good evening, I'm Sophie Crab. Skazius. Well, to episode 137 of the Randers Lockdown Podcast. Yay. Yay, we're still quarantined. Yay. Now I know what dogs feel like at the airport. Yeah, that's cool. Why do we do this to our dogs? This this sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The dogs will think to herself, I ain't done nothing. Just one minute I was just wagging my tail and now I've been locked in a cage. (laughs) What's up with this? For three three months. Yeah, good times. Good times. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. I tell you what I have started doing. Mm. You may or may not be impressed with us. I've I've started taking a bike out for exercise. Oh my god! Is the bike in I've... shape now? <laughs> very funny. Yeah. Yes, this is very. It, well, no, it's actually falling apart. But it works. Oh, moves. The gears That's what don't exercise really work. does to you. I did on so last Sunday. I've now had ridden a bike in about fifteen years, probably twenty years, really. I took it out. Um, is that how old the bike is? Has it still got your stabiliser? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it might as well have when I first got back on to ride it. Although, so you know they say about being on a bike, you never forget. Mm. It's surprisingly true. I was, I picked up within a, within a few metres, I picked it up. Uh, yeah, so I took it, I went out, according to my Apple Watch, I went out 2.4 kilometres, which took me 12 minutes, uh, averaging about, I saw like nine, about nine miles, eight miles an hour. And I was broken. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely broken. I got back. I was okay until I got off the bike, and I was like, my legs have disappeared. They were there, but all I can feel, I've, I've, they've been replaced by two long tubes of jelly. I've got, I had this vision of you, like, stopping the bike, putting your feet down, then just going, oh, my legs are gone. <laughs> so, I was, I was near the bike, so I saw, like, staggered, <clears throat> back in, got the bike back in the garage, staggered around back to the house, felt sick, I turned straight down, and I was broken for the rest of the day, so I only... So this is exercise? Well, at least you're exercising. Oh, actually, no, that's not true. I, I have done a bit, but it's largely the dog's fault. The dog's so, fault? Well, so when the dog sees another dog it doesn't like, he re-roos, which means he fucking barks like a madman, pulls on his lead, snarls, chokes himself. And then when, you know, he realises he can't get to the other dog because I'm like, you little bastard! <laughs> like Homer Simpson style, he's just grabbing him. He then sprints to follow the scent. So, uh, the other day, I take him out and he literally went completely mental at the bottom of our road. Because he saw a couple of spaniels that he don't like. From there, he sprints all the way down the road from my house, across the railway bridge... Um, across past the church, down towards the broads, around the park, and we didn't stop again until we got back to the bridge. That's a spinal for you. I was like, yeah, yeah, but he was exhausted. I'm like, come on, Charlie, let's keep going, boy, yeah! <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah, I don't see how, I've just been saying Angel out with me, she, I thought she could sort of trot next to me, but she, I wouldn't keep up with her. Because uh, she can go so fast. Bless. They can hit four miles an hour, Greyhounds. See, you can't. So no, get I good, can't. get good, scrub. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I have promised myself that I'm keep the dog. I'm gonna try and keep doing his biking up because he did get. I did it every day. It did get slightly easier every day. Yeah, for sure. Slightly easier. Slightly um, easier. It's like, uh, yeah, it took me about. Oh, by the last day, it took me like six or seven hours to recover. So it wasn't so bad. That's all uh, good. That's only but I have, I have, I have said to mother. I said, mother, if at any point in my life I say, do you know what? I'm gonna go buy some bicycle shorts. One of those lycra tops, one of those pair of sunglasses that wrap right round your head, like you think you're like the like the like the next you know athlete, and a fancy helmet. Kill me. Yeah, I don't mind. I will not. Uh, I'm not turned to a mammal. I will batter the ever-loving soldery out of yeah. you if you do. Because I I was driving past one the other day like that, and as I just drove, I thought, I bet you're a cock. I thought past, I thought, I bet you're an absolute cocky bastard. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't need to meet you to know that. I can just tell by the way you look at your cocky bastard. I can bastard. tell from your lycra shorts. <laughs> it, it's the glass. I tell you, it's the sunglasses. Those wraparound Rayburn sunglasses. Mm. I look at those. I think tosser. Whenever I see any one of those, I think you are not going. You're going to be an asshole. Anyway, <laughs> games you play. <laughs> I don't know. 
I forgot. You don't know. So you leave I, I, I know what you've been playing. Do Fox you? What War. have I been playing? You haven't played the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, shit. No, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. I'm playing it tonight. I'm playing Are it tonight. You? My wife played it yesterday. Inky played it yesterday. Um, I want to throw out there, my gods... Because that wasn't that's not the only game I've played recently. I'm sure I've played something else, but fuck it. We'll go Final Fantasy VII Remake. Considering we were playing it on a base model PlayStation 4, the original model PlayStation 4, um, that is lower spec than, like... Do you remember Alcatraz, the game in PC I built when yeah. I was in Norwich? The one that we did the, the 24-hour livestream off. Alcatraz shits all over... The bog standard PlayStation 4, right? We fire up the game. My God, it is beautiful. For a Billy Bob basic PlayStation 4 game, it is sexy as fuck. So I imagine when it comes out on PC, you're going to need like an NVIDIA RTX 2080 <laughs> or something <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it looks really good, but I, th I think I get how it looks so good on base model PlayStations. Simply because I, I don't know what frame rate it runs at. I didn't really look, to be honest. I didn't really. It's all been pre pre recorded, and your inputs do nothing. Yeah, probably <laughs> actually. Well, the you're areas, watching a seven hour at forty hour let's play. The the areas that I've seen in the game from Inky's playthrough, they're only very small, so it's not mm. really having to render a lot. No, but then. Most games use occlusion culling and don't actually render what you don't see anyway, so they don't they only render the thing directly in front well, of no, you. Well, no, but what I mean is the area isn't very big. No area is huge. So even if I'm stood there, there's maybe only 30 foot in front of me, whereas some other games are... You know, oh, with you? You can, you can see a long way into the distance. There like a very no, low field of view. Yeah, there is no distance here. Like, so maybe... Right. Maybe you know, you're standing in the middle of a street and you can see across the road because there's a big building there. Like they've they've done that jiggery pokery there to make it so that they don't have to render too far into the distance. Um yeah. that kind of stuff's going on. Small rooms, um, you know, there's it's very pretty, but there's not a lot to really see, if you get what I mean. Mm. Um is it 3D backgrounds or are they still pre-rendered? Have they gone for pre-rendered to sort of get old school? Oh no, mate! It's it's it looks like it's all fully on the go. There's it's it looks nothing like old Final Fantasy VII. Nothing like old Final Fantasy VII. It's it's beautiful. Do you remember um, the Final Fantasy VII movie, Advent Children? I've never seen it, but I'm aware of it. Right, well, basically, this almost feels like... Inky's first thing was like, it feels like I'm playing a cutscene. It feels like I'm playing the film. So it looks it looks fantastic. You know, it's... it's Combat... Like, so I don't really know how the combat in that works, but from what I've seen, it looks very much like Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core, which was a PSP game. And in that game... Um, so in Final Fantasy VII, it was uh, um, the original Final Fantasy VII. It was uh, uh, I can't remember what the battle system is called, but you know when you have a timer go by and you have to wait for it to to uh, to get to the end before you can put in an input, so you could then put attack or magic or whatever. Um, you wouldn't attack or have the option to choose anything until that bar filled up. In Crisis Core, you just hit X and you just swing your sword. You know, so it was more it was more like an ac an action combat game. Real time rather than turn based. Yeah, yeah. Um so the new one is more real time, but it has like certain things won't allow you won't be able to use like materia, so magic, or items until the action bar fills up. So they're on a cooldown. Uh, but standard attacks, you can just wail on things all day. Uh, so they've oh. changed that up. Um, story delivery, very different. Uh, so, like, they don't give you... So in Final Fantasy VII, like, there's lots of, like... How did everyone manage to just run into a, a, a power station kind of thing? Yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake, 
pads that out so you get to see how you managed to break into a power station with like how your entire group got in there um where you know how so from the so final fantasy 7 base final fantasy 7 you go from the train station into a power station blow up power station and get out within say what 30 minutes yeah something like that yeah you're talking about hour and a half in the remake it's it's they've really expanded on what's going on in the world. You get to see people walking the streets of the city. Um, you know, it's not just oh look, a random event is happening. You've now run from this area to this other area, and bad guys have found you, and they're going to attack. You actually have to walk to these areas now. Uh, it's 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 they've expanded it a lot more, and I've I've heard that you can expect a full a full game's length out of just this first part. Wow. That's so it's really Cause this well it's an episode, isn't it? And so Yeah. So disc one of Final Fantasy Seven was Midgar, wasn't it? The city. Right? That's episode one, and episode one of Final Fantasy Seven remake is just Midgar. It's going to last a long time. It's going to be an entire RPG's worth based on that first disc of Final Fantasy VII. Is that a good or bad thing? Do you think they've padded it out? Are they? I really like putting, it so far. They're not putting. I just, yeah, I'm just kind of, are they going to be shoving, making stuff longer for longer's sake rather than? Well, like you know, if, adding value. So when. So, for as, as an example of how they've made things a bit longer, like I said, they've they've added in the bits of how your guys got into the power station. You know, how did you know four or five guys just walk in through the front door? Surely there should have been guards posted. In the original game, there weren't any. In uh, Seven Remake, you can see how because most of the 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 guys in Seven, in the opening. They're not soldiers. They're just, you know, average Joes. Uh, uh, you know, like they are. They're a terrorist group, but they're not trained to fight. You know, they're not very good at it. So if you send them up against, you know, police or an actual, you know, soldier, they're gonna get fucked up. So it turns out, yeah, they're just th- a bunch of guys who got scared. Thought let's just cause some carnage. Yeah, exactly. So. So you're like, how did they? How did they all manage to get in? Surely they'd have been stopped at the door. Well, they all go and hide, and Cloud, the main character, the actual trained soldier, is the one that you know. You're the diversion, and so as the guards see you, they run at you, and the the he- the group avalanche group actually walk in behind. They sneak around the back. Oh. So you see little bits like that. You see the characters are actually talking to each other. It's not just text that you can just quickly go skip. You actually hear it. They all speak. It's all, all voice, voice acting. Now. Yeah. Um, like when you're on the train, you don't have to speak to people on the train. But now, you know, because you just go, oh, that guy said this, 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 skip, 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 skip. I don't want to read that. In this, this is now, this is now like a film. So you watch it unfold as your little terrorist group interact with people on the train and stuff like that. It's, it's a lot more cinematic. So whilst they have stretched it out, the padding really fits and it looks really yes. nice. So, um, it's like, it's like, it's like a director's cut version in a way. Yeah. It's like, it's final fantasy seven. What it would have been if they had the power, hmm. you know, um, the gameplay and the cutscenes look identical. It's not like back in the, in the uh, in the old days where the gameplay looked like you know you were playing as a bunch of triangles stuck together. Um, yeah, the massive heads. Yeah, and uh, and then all of a sudden you went to this gorgeous you know FMV. It's all one and the same now. Hmm. It looks just as good in in both sets. Um, but yeah, it it looks neat. I don't. I can't really judge it yet because, like I said, I haven't even had a chance to play. It. I haven't even played the demo yet, so I I don't know what it's like. Um, but Inky seemed to enjoy it. Uh, it does expand on the story. I can spoil the first part of the game, like how it expands on the story. Um, so, because if you've played the demo, you'll know this. But 
the first boss in the game is like a guardian scorpion tank thing. Uh, it's guarding the core of the power station, and your job is to blow up the power station. So you have to go through this scorpion tank. And uh, it's not just a walking tank with a laser cannon where the tail's supposed to be. Now, when you blow up the power station, all hell breaks loose, doesn't it? Like, the power plant just literally explodes in the original Final Fantasy VII. Well, in the remake, it establishes that the bombs that you guys are using are just literally made just to damage the power plant. Not to blow it sky high like it did in the in the original game. What turns out happens in remake, you blow up the bomb, it does severely damage the reactor, but the guys at Shinra, the electric company, with the private the private military guys, they're watching you as you're, uh, you know, going to sabotage this reactor. They press a button and it gets all of the security robots to basically just blow the fuck out of the reactor. It was them making you look bad. So that then they could justify doing what they do later. Uh, it's also kind of weird that uh, straight away at the start of the game, they start throwing in references to Sephiroth. Uh, the the main bad guy of the game, uh, or, like almost as if to like to go, oh my god, there's a reference to Sephiroth right off the bat to kind of tickle the the old players. Yeah, but they've literally established Cloud's backstory right at the start of the game, which doesn't happen until much Quite later on. Yeah, so see, because I never finished Final Fantasy VII, I played up to Golden Saucer and I just killed it for me. Yeah. That that is so one of the worst just, parts of the game. I just I just couldn't get I, I, I just, it was such a roadblock I couldn't get past it. So I'll be interested to see what they do with Golden Saucer. Well, we won't well, know yet because yeah. all that's out now is the Midgar section of the game. That's it. Yeah. Um. Although when people said to me that the the game was going to last for a long old time, I've I've heard that um some people have already actually finished it. So I, I don't I don't know what's going on at this point. I don't know when the next part is going to come out. I don't know how long it's going to be. Um, but so far it's okay. I enjoy it. Well, I'd be interested because I remember reading that. Um, I'd be interested to see if they if they're fleshing it out whether they change. Um, Ares is spoiler alert for anyone who's not played Final Fantasy Seven. Ares is deaf because. Mm. I remember reading that the original draft version of Half Life Seven, you were going to be able to revive her. There was actually going to be a sequence in the game where you could revive her. They cut it out for time purposes. Right. Um, I can't remember exactly. I think something to you go. You end up on like some beach somewhere, and you speak to a guy, and he basically gives you a quest to basically bring her back. Right. And the idea was you're gonna she's gonna die, and you bring her back a bit later on. Mm-hmm. But they ended up cutting that bit for time, so she stayed dead for the entire game. Sure. I just wonder if they're padding out whether they'll put that back in or whether Ares' no, death is such a fundamental... It would completely screw with the rest of the series. Um, yeah. Because Eris is dead in... Um, uh, bef- no, sorry. Eris is dead in the Final Fantasy VII movie. So unless they mm. find a new way to kill her, that would be really weird. Um, mm. That would make remake... That would be like they're rewriting canon. Well, that's what I wonder. Is it a remake or is it a reboot? Yeah, It'll, well... You know, could they see it both? Yeah. I'm just curious to see if that's something that was... If they're adding stuff in they could put in as that was something that was meant to be in it. Yeah. I'll, find, I'll have to find at the um, details for and add to the show notes. Yeah. But if that was meant to be in it, I wonder if they might add it back. It would be interesting. I mean, so far, I mean, like I said, when when the Shinra company blow up their own reactor... It kind of makes sense, but for the for the life of me, and I, I should have really written it down when I played last night, but I was tired and I didn't think I'd be talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake today. Um, it actually makes sense that Avalanche weren't good enough to blow an entire reactor, because Shinra do some pretty shady stuff to make Avalanche look really bad later on in Final Fantasy VII. Um, so it makes sense that they were the ones... Oh, that was it. 
Um, Final Fantasy VII Disc One, um, Shinra Electric Company. So the main city of Midgar is on multiple levels. If you're poor, mm. you live on the ground, the planet where we all live. If you're yeah. rich, you live on an elevated disc um, yeah. above the base of the city. So if you're on the base, you're in the slums where the land is polluted and being destroyed by the electric company. If you're rich, you live on the disc. And at one point, to get rid of Avalanche, sarcastic air quotes, you know, they're going to they're gonna try and kill off Avalanche. They find out where Avalanche's base is, and they're like, well, fuck it. We're going to drop that's the section of the disc that's above where their base is onto them. Mm. But we're going to blame them. We're going to say it's an Avalanche terrorist attack. Um, Seems a bit overkill at the time. Yeah, but when you when you play Final Fantasy VII Remake and you realise that they were the ones that did all the damage to the reactor to start with, so that they had a reason to go hardcore against Avalanche, that they had a reason to say that the city needed to be locked down and to... You know, because the electric company is really in control. You know, there is a government on top, but really they're the ones in charge. Um... They had a reason to say, we need to lock this down. You guys need to stay in your homes. You know, um, we're just <laughs> we're just protecting you. <laughs> Don't go to work. Essential work only. Yeah, basically. You know, just <laughs> like tra- now. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, it's neat. It's not like they really... It's not like they've added something <laughs> in that Shinra didn't do later in the game. They've just kind of made out that Shinra is really evil and Avalanche isn't really that bad. Because the guys really don't know what they're doing. Um, Because you actually use one of the bombs right after. So the same kind of bomb that you use to blow up the reactor is literally used on on a, a load of rubble and shit later on. Same bomb does nothing. We are stood like, I don't know, like say from where I am, 10 feet away where my kitchen's at. Round the corner, it blows the door, chunk out of the wall. That's it. That's all the damage they're aiming to do. Yet Shinra have made it look like they took out an entire reactor and a chunk of the city. To be fair, though, if you took a a bomb into several power plants and you put it in the right place, you could do a hell oh, of damage. Yeah, you could, you could for sure. If you, took to, if you took a small bomb to like a petrol refinery, you could do yeah, quite a lot for of damage. Sure, so. But- it's, that's not it's, how it's these not, games it's work. It's not though, what it? you've got; it's how you use it. There you go. But um, so far, yeah, looks all right. It's As fine. the counselor told me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it seems it seems cool. It seems neat. Um, I will say next. It might be next week. I'm looking forward to playing another pretty hardcore game. Oh, Doom Eternal. So hey. look, look forward to that. Look forward to that. Ah, I always ask you because you someone could be talked about on previous podcast. Mm-hmm. Are you still playing Animal Crossing? I haven't for the last two days, but that's just because things have been really hectic and busy. Um, I did play, it, but the the amount of stuff that I've been doing has been less and less. So I've just been basically going in, grabbing fruit, selling it picking up bits that I need and then just turning the game off. Um, there was a part in the story where I was supposed to build a couple of houses and furnish them and sort them out, but I literally waited like three or four days, five days to, to even do it. Like I did one and I was like, Ugh, I really can't be bothered to do these other things. But I was like, but the game isn't actually going to progress if you don't. So what you're going to do is just keep on collecting fruit and shit. So has it devolved to busy work now? Uh, it's pretty. It's getting that way. It is getting that way. Um, yeah, because that's but, what you were saying to me last time. You're not sure how how long, long would it, it would last. last. And for me, it's already starting. It was. All, it's already getting tedious. Within like a week after the podcast, it was already getting a bit tedious. But um, it's something to kill the time. Yeah, I feel that's how. That's probably why I wouldn't end up liking it because that was my problem with um, Stardew Valley. Yeah. The start, yeah. That anybody sort of like was going about how what a great game and so forth it was and you know, it's like, you know, two D like Animal Crossing and all sorts of stuff. I played it, it's like, this isn't really that good and it's like I'm just doing busy work. Yeah. I'm not enjoying it, I'm not 
I don't have any real interest. Well, Stardew and I think Valley, some people, Valley I think has some the people like that. Story. Yeah, I think some people like that. Mm. Um, some people like that sort of constant busy work, but I personally don't. I get you. What have you been playing, Ram? <sighs> well, I've been playing Green Hell. Right. <laughs> Um, I fancy playing a survival game again. Okay. So, this is a survival game. Uh, is it? Very, it is. Um, very similar to The Forest. Do you remember I talked about The Forest last year? Mm. Or the year before? Uh, where you're stuck on an island and sort of have to survive. This is like The Forest, but they've tr- they've made it a little bit... It's a bit more trickier. Okay. So, you're a scientist... And him and his wife go to this island to basically... He's there to do research into... Um, and I've got to say we've had a message, evening scripts. And he's got to do research into um, the local flora and fauna. Mm-hmm. His wife is an anthropologist and she's basically... There's a local tribe there who... They've had... Lim- there's been contact the outside world limited. Yeah. And she's basically going to go to a place he's all of like trial and almost, be friends with them and sort of live with them and talk to them and so forth um, about what's going on. So the, the, the tutorial section of the game basically starts, the, it takes place in the first sort of month of the game. So it's like day one. So, and each day sort of teaches you how to do so. So day one teaches you like, you know, how to basically do basic interactions and it teaches you how to do basic crafting and so forth um, and bits and pieces on. And then it's time skip. She then goes off like it's all day three. She disappears off to go to this tribe. And all's well. Uh, until day 32, he gets broken up middle of the night saying, I need you. Come get me. I need you now. And he basically just pegs it to go find her. And something happens. It's all sort of flashback. He finds himself being chased. He ends up falling off like, I think, a cliff on. He ends up landing up and waking up in the middle of this jungle. No resources, no supplies, nothing. Just sort of his rucksack and his wits, and he has to survive. And it's it's pretty. I played it on normal because there's 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 an easy version. Basically, switches off all the all the aggressive predators and so forth. Um, I think basic case of if you attack them, they'll attack you back, but they won't go after you. Okay. I'm playing on normal, which has it all switched on, but it's like normal level. There's there's high levels. My I mean, it might just be my incompetence, but my God, is it been tricky? Right. It's, it's, How so? it's, well, because this game is, they've really sort of took um, survival, survival games, they've sort of dialed it up quite a lot. Okay. So, for example, for, instead of, normally most of our games, you have to worry about food and water, right? No, you have to worry about water, and food is split into fats, protein, and carbohydrates. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Now, you won't, for, I'm saying you don't, die if you want to have fat, protein, carbohydrates. However, here's the trick. Your health bar is based on all... If you're to be full health, you have to have all those stats full. If So, that, so if you're... If, say, you've got no protein, which is like a quarter of your stats, it's a quarter of your health bar gone. So your health bar is directly related to how much sustenance you've got. And it is very unforgiving. So... Um, if you get like you get the usual phrase, if you get poisoned and so forth, you get to have a countdown time which counts down times down to you end up dying and so forth. And it's so I was at full health. I actually got bit by a Brazilian wandering spider, and that was a death sentence. Excellent. <laughs> Unless I had to wear find some anti venom to treat it, I was dead. Um, so plot you know to to treat stuff. You it's very they've done they've really tried to make quite interact quite sort of. I won't say realistic small world, but they've made it a bit more in depth. So your backpack is split into areas. So you have like the back of the backpack, which has got space to put your weapons. So that's your weapon slot. So you have like these three holders for your weapons. And they are literally on the backpack. And you drag weapons into the holders. Sure. Neat. Um, uh, yeah, it is neat. You tell your backpack, which you put your sticks and your logs on. Um, you have another part of your backpack, so backpack that you store um, like your crafting gear in. And it's like a grid, you know, like the old grid inventories you used to have yeah, in old yeah. games? And it's like that sort of system. So stuff takes different space up in the inventory, mm-hmm. and you have to move it around. And you have another layer which has got your food in it. Um, you've got another layer which has got your fire stuff in it. 
Oh, so yeah. it's all these different layers, and it's a case of okay, you ain't got enough space, you ain't got enough. It's that's it, and the stacks aren't very big. So, for example, I think you can only stack in one cell like three arrows. Okay. And that's and they take up quite a lot of your backpack space, so you can't carry a lot of stuff with you when you go out into the big wide world. You're not taking a lot of stuff. They're to trying to make you. you think more about what you need versus. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a there is a weight limit as well. Uh, it's got these things, you know. Food goes off when you pick it up. Food goes off, and as when you pick stuff up, you have all. Uh, so you pick up a uh, mushroom, say. You have no idea what its effects going to be until you eat it. Okay, cool. So it may poison you. It may give you food. I mean, I found one quite early on that got rid of parasites because mm. if you drink water, if you drink the water, the water is not pro- properly treated. You're going, there's a chance you might get stomach worms. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And those stomach worms start eating your nutrients, your might, all your fats. They eat them while you got them. But this is the one that's a bit weird. You can get the stomach worms multiple times, and it gets all counter. At one point, I had thirteen stomach worms. I was just saying, I never knew having worms stacked. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't either. That is one of its little weird things. Uh, I mean, it makes all sense, like viruses and fevers and stuff. When you catch those, you get like sort of like different layers. I get it, like a stronger poison will have like a, like instead of being one times all the same, but you'll have like three of them for like a stronger poison. So it goes yeah. down three times for sure. and. I say in the case of at full health, if you've got poison three times, you're dead. Okay. Uh, it's got its fatigue mechanics. We're interested in your fatigue mechanic, uh, which is basically usual energy mechanic. Uh, the only way to regain that is by sleeping. Some foods give you energy back, but mostly it's by sleeping. Um, but your stamina is directly linked. So your stamina bar is only as high as your energy bar. So as you get tired, you have less stamina. Okay. So it's it's pretty hardcore, actually. I mean, I, I think... I managed to sort of make, it starts off yeah, pretty much sort of full health mostly to start with. I got to about day three and I was literally every sort of like mission like, okay, I just I just need to find something to eat. I can't cook it because I've got nothing to set oh a fire, you need kin tinder to set a fire. If you can build a fire making tool, but unless you've got something that uses tinder, you've got no chance. And tinder's like dry leaves, uh, birds' nests. That sort of stuff. So I was out. I couldn't find one. So I was, I was able to cook any food. Oh wow! Oh, and, it, and yeah, and if it, it rains, when you've got your fire going, the rain puts the fire out. Yeah. Do you have to? So, like, so and and I I guess if you have got, you know, like a nest or whatever, if you've got something like that stored in your bag and your bag gets wet, does that affect? No, it doesn't. Thankfully, okay, don't cool. give them ideas. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Green Health Webs, if you're listening to this, don't listen to him. That's too good an don't idea. Don't listen to him as a dick. It's a watery backpack. Oh, there, there, there you go. go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So, and if they yeah. do take my idea, modders, now you know what to undo. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was off and I was like, okay. I was just finding myself all like, okay, I need to go find some food. I just, and, and my health is like sitting like near red because mm. your health only goes up if you've got plenty of water in you your water's like your sort of final if your water's gone you've had it sure so the water's like your fight you can um so i'm just going out just like missions any time of the day trying to find something mm-hmm. and eating it raw because i haven't got a fire because it's raining and my fire's not under cover i mean you can build shelters and so forth and put the fire underneath um but I mean, other like, like for example, I've now got a drying rack to dry my meat. Again, it only works if it's undercover. If it rains, it gets wet again. It stops drying. Strangely, God damn yeah. rain. Yeah, who'd have thought it'd been so it's, inconvenient? It's pretty hardcore. I mean, I think I've not had to like go from a save point so often recently. It was like, okay, here we go. My day three. I think it took me like sort of like an evening to get past day three because I just kept going on dying. Start either start, you know, either getting poisoned, dehydrating, falling, breaking my leg, and starting so it's very intense. The healing mechanic is really in depth as well. So what happens with healing, you basically bring up this sort of um, menu where basically split your body into four parts, your two arms and your two legs. Yeah. And you have to basically click on one, it shows you your arm, and then you rotate it the right mouse button, you can look for your injuries. Okay, sure. So you'll get a little like, icon say you're injured, you need to have a look at yourself. And then when you find your injury, you know what made me think of? Metal Gear Solid's free Snake Eater? Oh, yeah, where you sure. had to like 
put like do treatment and stuff. This is very similar. So if you've got like a cut, you need to wrap. Yeah, uh, you can use this like um, there's a um, plant that's got like good. You can use it as a bandage. Yeah, and you sort of wrap it round and it treats it and so forth. But if you leave it untreated, you can get infections. So I had a cut. I fell and I cut myself. Don't do that. I had, uh, yeah, I didn't have anything to treat it with, so I just carried on. I'm getting infection, dying infection. So it's pretty. It's pretty unforgiving if you screw up. You're really sort of fighting it to survive. It's mm. and that's what they also they're, they they aim to go. They said in the script that they're it's going to be a more realistic survival game, more hardcore survival game. It does feel like you're sort of getting yourselves in now. I've got a you know I've got a dry rack now. I've built myself a little bit of a base. I've got like a couple of like little blocks. I've got my bed there. Oh, if you fall asleep on the ground, you sleep on the ground. You get these like parasitic worms in your skin. Oh wow! And they drop out, and it's got no. It's got a sanity mechanic, and as your sanity, yeah, your sanity starts to drop as you basically get. So, like, if you get these plastic worms in your skin, or leeches, it drains your sanity slowly. Yeah, because presumably it's just getting to you. It's basically meant to get to you, and as it gets low, you start to hallucinate. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure what happens at the very end because I've never got quite so low. But I think you, I think you end up like hallucinating like these sort of demons, and they come like kill you. I believe. I just want to throw out there, so far, I mean, this seems... Because I know that you've had complaints about a lot of survival games in the past where it's so easy and so quick to get comfortable. Yeah, there's a point where it's hard, 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 and also you get to a stage where it's like, oh, no, I'm fine now. Yeah, and then you just don't want to to progress anymore. So far, I'm not having that. So far, I'm still in the sort of plan ahead. Mm -hmm. I'm out there, I'm going out to places, and I'm looking again right. Okay, I'm actually saying the thing. I'm okay. What do I need to do today? Mm-hmm. I need to get some more meat for my dry rack. That dry rack takes a couple of days to dry meat, so I don't need it now. But I will in a couple of days. Yeah. So today, it's just about hunting. I'm not interested in getting storyline on. I'm just I'm interested about hunting. I find myself doing that quite a lot, planning my days out and so forth. It's so it's quite. It, I found it. I have found it quite. Uh, I won't say stressful, but in a good way, stressful. No, I have, I did rage quit this afternoon though, because right. there's one feature this game I think should have, or maybe they didn't put it for a reason. Uh, but they, sh- they put, I don't think they put it because they thought it'd be more realistic. Um, that is auto save. Has no auto save now. You come for generation which didn't have auto save, and so did I. Mm-hmm. We had to save our game ourselves. That's fine. Trouble is. For the last sort of five, ten years, I'm playing games that have had auto save, so I've got to need it. Or you don't I've even got, think uh, to save anymore. No. So all of a sudden, like I got this afternoon, I, I hear a major plot point. Got through this section of the story. Got great, good. I know I'm going now. I'm off going to do this. Oh, I'm just going to check that. Another game that I stood on the spider and got poisoned. I was like, I'm going to die now. There's nothing I can do. I will die from this wound. I can't be fucked to do that bit again. Now I'm just going to quit. So I just quit. Now, if I had an autosave, I mean, it may have. I haven't actually checked. It might have saved me at that point. might have done a save for me, but I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. And, and so I was out of frustration. I just quit. Will you go back to it? Oh, yeah. I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake. It was Because I'm, I'm getting to the stage now where I'm sort of like getting, getting sort of quite far along doing stuff now. I'm gradually, I mean, I've discovered how to make mud stuff now. So I can make mud bricks. Okay. And I can make some mud walls and mud fireplaces or you know also evil tribes in this play game that will they can they sort of like will attack you okay and you can hear they you can hear him singing in the distance and so you're there's one point where i was about to i, I cut i was walking up to my i built my camp on the top of this hill also like sort of a cliff edge that sort of overlooked like this river I thought it was quite a good place because I thought I've got a nice sort of defensible position. What I did was if I walked back behind the sort of cliff edge, it was like a bit that just led down as I built up behind me. So I was getting quite tired and I'm walking up this cliff hill. I can just hear this guy singing in the distance. I was like, oh no, he's between me and my camp. I'm like, I'm literally going to fall asleep any minute. If I pass out, I'm going to wake up full of parasites and my sound is going to drop and go mad and yeah. Okay, I can't do this. So I was gradually, very slowly passing. The bath is in my camp. Yeah. So I very slowly sneak past him. He's sort of just sitting there, happy seeing himself away. I sort of sneak round. 
to where my bed is, which is like, sort of like the hut thing. And I'm like, if this oblivions me or Skyrim's me, it says, you can't sleep, enemies are nearby, I'm going to be pissed. But I was able to sleep, so I literally just crawled to bed nearby when this guy's going to kill me. I just crawled to bed next nearby, went to sleep for eight hours. God, he's still there, still singing away quietly to himself, and just snuck back out of my campsite. There you go. <laughs> All those uh, years of playing stealth games have paid off. Oh, it has. It is. It is. I've been really, I've been really, it looks amazing as well. It, mm-hmm. it just, I've never I've played a survival game that looks this pretty. It, it looks more pretty than Ark. Ark, I thought, was quite pretty. It had, its, it had some ropey bits, but it was overall quite a pretty game. Mm-hmm. Um, Apart from I, the I graphical issues, point. yeah. This is a really pretty game, particularly on the weather effects. When it rains and everything gets this lovely sort of slick water layer to it from the rain, it's very atmospheric. Playing it, it's all you know with the lights off in the dark. It is really atmospheric, and I just find myself just sitting there, standing on the edge of my cliff, looking out just into the jungle as it's sort of just dark, gloomy jungle. The rain passing down. It's like this is really quite special looking. Oh look, I'm starving to death. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, I yeah I've really I like survival games, and this has got to be one of the best ones I've played. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've played three about the ones I've played: Ark Survival Evolved, um, Long Dark. I really like the Long Dark. Yeah, that's I quite think, neat. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Forest. This is the Forest's points nearest one compared to because um, it, it's if it's not, it's very. I don't say they've been they they they've looked at Force thought we could do it better, or they've been heavily inspired by it. But it feels like it because so many mechanics are so similar. It might be part of us. I haven't actually looked to see if there's any relationship. They might be the same development team. I have no idea. I've not actually looked. Um, it could be. No, but, no. Well, but I've not actually looked at this. Uh, but it's um, so things like when you do a building. When you a building, you can't just no. In lot of survival games, all games in general, if you want to craft something, you build it. You, Build it. You have then just go get all the parts you need, and just plonk. There you go. It's in. Doesn't matter what order you put them in. They're there. Yeah. Not this. You have to build them in stages. So, for example, to build a wooden like frame, first you have to get four logs, which you put up first. Then you get four long sticks, which form at the top of. Then you put your four bits of rope on, and that's your frame. So you have to do them in order. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it'll be like, okay, to build this little hut, you need to, two logs, okay. Now we need eight long sticks, put them on. Okay, now you need 16 ba- um, palm leaves, put them on. Now you need two more long sticks, yep. Tile together, yep, good. Now you're done. So you've got to do stuff in stages, which is quite neat. Yeah, cool. And you get this sort of 3D outline of it, where you put plant it, you get this 3D outline, and then you go up, uh, thing. Oh, Middlemeister's joined us. See you, Middlemeister. Um, so you put this stuff up. It's it's really surprising in depth, and I've I have so I've really enjoyed this game. It's currently on sale on Steam for about ten pounds, I think. I might have to look into so, it. Yeah, I, I if you if it plays on, you got. I would say if anyone out there interested in this sort of survival game, you've got a spare tether. Can we so go over the specs then? Because um, I have a surprise for folks. Let's have a look. Oh, sadly, it's gone up in price now. Fourteen sixty-one, still worth it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay, minimum sixty-four uh, bit operating system. No bit aren't uh, no surprise there. Three point two gigahertz dual core processor. I think most people four, that. Yeah, four gigs of RAM. Most people should have that. Uh, GTX six sixty, Radeon four sixty, or equivalent two gigs of video RAM. Mm. Direct sets 11 and 8 gigs of storage space. So if you own a potato, you can play the game. Yeah, which is really surprising, actually. It must, it must scale down a lot. Recommended uh, 8 gigs of RAM and a GeForce 970 or Radeon 580. But it is really, really, really pretty. Uh, yeah, I, 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 think I, I think I hit the recommended. Yeah. So, I yeah, I definitely um, recommend it. Now... Um, They've literally just patched it with co-op mode, mm-hmm. so you can die in the jungle together. <laughs> That's rad. That's cool. <laughs> there you go. I so might yeah, have to check that out. Oh yeah, I'll um, drop you the link. Else, minimizes speaking to us. 
Final Fantasy VII Remake is good. Minimise this. You should have been here 20 minutes ago. We were discussing the Final Fantasy VII yeah. Remake. Final Fantasy VII Remake is good. Wait, so you mean you're actually going to play through it? We're not going to have a near Autonoma moment, huh? So you actually yeah, it's the great, game, man. Huh? It's great. <laughs> it's great, man. I love the bit where you got on the train. <laughs> I like the bit where you launch the game. <laughs> you know that, that bit that's really good where you hit new game? Fuck, it was amazing. Game of the year right there. <laughs> <laughs> We're cruel, aren't we, Tom? That bit where you put the disc in the system. <laughs> <laughs> all fun and games, all fun and games. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no, I'm glad you're what? enjoying it, dude. I, I, I'm curious um, at some point to find out, I'd like to find out what the pro version is like. How what it does if you play on PlayStation Pro is it going to be like because it looks fantastic on a, a base model PlayStation. Um, I don't actually know how well it plays because like I said I've only seen my wife play it, um, but I'll take a crack at it this evening. Like cause I, I don't know how responsive the controls are or anything. It's just it looks pretty. <laughs> yeah. So oh, hey, looks pretty. That's what you need, isn't it? Yeah, so all you need is graphics. Yeah, that's all it needs. That's all. That's all modern console games care about. Yeah, yeah. Graphics and pressing the A button. That's all they care about. <laughs> press and the no, A no. Button. Graphics, pressing the A button, achievements, and calling their friend, calling their best mates racial slurs. That's yeah. all they care about. Console gamers nailed it. I'll do it all this time as I had. I had it super early. Well, he's, he's in lockdown at the moment, like the rest of us. Yeah, so he, he's, he's got, 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 got no excuse now. Yeah, no excuse now. You need to get Discord time and you can come join us and make scares cropping nightmares even more. Oh, like, no! Ash, if you've got four people, it'll be alright, because then they'd, be, they'd yeah, take this like... Split it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be quite easy then for you. I should have really worked <laughs> on graphics, but then considering I've only just got this computer working, it's... it's... Well, it's, it's, that's not good enough. I'm surprised. It's slacking. I'm surprised we've managed slacking. to get anything done. Yeah, I am slacking. <laughs> considering. <laughs> considering. Uh, uh. Right. Oh, if, well, Jeff, I could talk about I've been watching an anime this week. Oh, my God. You've been watching anime? I know. What's happening? I know. Where is the real Ram? <laughs> Netflix, Netflix really recommended it to me. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's fucking weird. Right. What is it? But quite. I'm watching Beastars. I don't think I've ever seen that one. No, it's, it's it's based on a newish manga, and it came out in 2016. Okay, then I definitely was. Uh, the, the and the anime came out this year. Yeah, I think like got released like like a month ago. Yeah, that's me completely so, out then. Yeah, so B Stars is weird. Um, I mean, it's a furry's dream to be honest. B Stars because it's basically an alternative world filled with anthropoid animals. Okay. So and it's based around a high school, and there's basically tensions between carnivorous animals. Oh, Inky watched some of this. Wasn't there's a stage play and yeah, there is. Yeah, (laughs) it's really good. Is it really? It is really good. I watched the whole thing in like day in like two days. Two days I watched the whole thing. It's really quite good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's quite good. Um. Yeah, it's, it's Zootopia, it's, the anime. It is basically, except more violent, because like in the first episode, one of the students gets eaten. There you go. They deserved yeah. us. What they get for being prey? <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, apparently he's a llama. I thought apparently what you read in the thing he said he's a llama. No, sorry. In the in the the anime, apparently he's a llama, but in the it implies on the beast as he's a, he's a a goat. I thought he was a sheep. So I'm getting all confused by him. But yeah, he gets eaten. And everybody's like, sort of, what's going on? It's sort of like, it's all a bit like the herbivores don't trust the carnivores too much. But it's like, who sort of, their sort of carnivores are sort of like, almost screwing against because they are considered more violent and dangerous and so forth. But at the same time, the ones who get locked down are like the herbivores. Like, so when the murder happens, the herbivores can't leave the school for yeah. fear of like, danger and so forth. And it plays all up a little bit. So, like, Later on, there's a bit where they like, all get sort of stuck in the they all get stuck in the park in the dark, um, and the carnivores can't see, and the herbivores can't see it. Well, I saw the carnivores go, and they said, "Look, that's all right, we'll look after you. We can see what we can see things in the dark. We'll make sure nothing happens to you all." Non-man. So yeah, basically, you're all dead. yeah, basically, 
Yeah, it basically follows um, the main character, this wolf called Lagoshi, and this. Um, uh, and basically, he starts sort of developing feelings for a dwarf rabbit called Haru, which is also a bit of a weird thing to do. A, they don't seem to be a thing about, they don't seem to be a big thing on interspecies relationships, don't appear to be a big thing. A bit, it seems to be a bit of a no no. Because mm-hmm. at one point they have a fight, they end up finding return that allows it. Because there's a bit of a no no. Um, also, the idea of a carnival on a home for becoming, getting it on, also seen a bit of a no no. Um, particularly as it's applied that sort of the car they don't totally trusted um, so he basically and there's, there's, there's this big play going on this other, this other deer and he's basically the sort of lighting team for this play one of the lighting people and there's this deer here called Louie who's quite good looking I will admit um, I know <laughs> he's, uh, he, he the is, more I'm you know the more he is he just is he's got stroke good eyes you holy um, bastard <laughs> so I've had I have had four magnets this evening, so um, <laughs> he um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, Louis is really proud. I mean, he's sort of like he's a herbivore, so he's he's he, but he's sort of like it's very commanding eye by around him, and he's sort of almost in spite of the fact that he is. He doesn't, he, but he sort of like really hates the fact that he doesn't like carnivores. He really hates the fact, or he sort of has a respect for Lagoshi, which is quite weird. Mm. It is basically the police based lot is basically for is the murder, which actually is quite a background storyline. That starts off with that, that goes quite quickly into the background. Um, it's like it's almost like not mentioned, and it's and in universe it's basically not mentioned. They don't want this to get out what's happened, so sort of play it really on the down low. Um, there's also this sort of play, and there's so it's this love triangle between Nagoshi, Louis, and Haru. Um, the weird part comes from it is a it's disturbing in parts. One, that well, it's Tarsian. This is all is all animated, as in um, claymation animation type thing. Tarsian, which is quite good, but a bit weird. And also, I do worry about the sanity of some of the the the, the artists because mm-hmm. at one point they have to draw the rabbit stripping stripping down in a, in a sexy way, and that is frankly disturbing. Right, <laughs> when, when, when you're sitting there, there's a rabbit wearing a bikini. It's quite disturbing on many levels. Welcome to Japan, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, I thought, are they not? Are they going to go there? Oh my god, they are going there. Okay, that's not something. You know, it's like you're thinking. My blinds are open. Anyone who walks past is going to see this on my screen. I think, how am I going to explain this one? In so... the current scheme of things, me and Inky recently watched an anime that has been pulled from most Western distribution called Interspecies Reviewers, where um, basically these adventurers hang out at a pub, and in this world, brothels are fucking everywhere just like everyone is public about the fact that they love going to brothels right so um so vegas then yeah pretty much it's, it's the whole world is las vegas whatever fucking happens in the and this planet stays on this planet you know groovy uh, except stds you know actually i never really thought about what's going on in that world with the old uh, with the old diseases i wonder they've probably got some kind of magic like magic spell to cure that but um, yeah, basically the idea is these dudes go to different brothels and they're like, hmm, how good was it? And it's like told from the point of view of, um, an elf, a human, a beast man, and an angel, I think. They might have a halfling as well, I think. Like, the, gr- the group changes. There's like do- lo- loads of different races. Um, it's go the weirdest to, like, D&D campaign ever. Yeah, it's, it's fucking, <laughs> it's daft as hell. And they'll be like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna go to, we're gonna go to the magic quarter right now, or we're gonna go to the, to I don't know, the the elf, we're gonna go to the the, the elf brothel or district. whatever." District, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, and it's it's like, so the beast man doesn't like going with um, the undead because they stink, or doesn't like elder, uh, 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 you know, older elves because after five hundred years they tend to stink a bit, but has no problem of you know sleeping with an older human um the elf thinks it's disgusting to sleep with old elves but the human finds older elves attractive because they usually fucking sleep they might be 500 years old but they look like they're 20 so fuck it i don't care and that's that's like that's just how it goes they, they just kind of write down how it is and and but that got pulled that got banned like me and inky have been sat here pissing ourselves laughing 
It's, it's hilarious. Yeah. It's like the opening song. It's like, yeah, let's just get, look, let's just all fuck. <laughs> it's like, yay, we got a great theme song. Woo. <laughs> yeah, okay. And yeah. it's all in Japanese and it's great. Yeah. So but, basically, yeah. you watching a show about a, a, a rabbit stripping down and, and all that. It's, it's, it's Japan. I knew I knew it got weird, but I, wasn't, I was not prepared for that. When I watched it, I didn't realise quite how much sex was going to be in it and quite how 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 graphic it was going to be. I didn't quite... I thought there'd be a romance, but, you know, it wasn't explained there'd actually be... Again, welcome to Japan. There's, yeah, do you know what's really yeah. weird? There's, we've, we figured actually, there's a lot of this kind of stuff happening on Japanese TV now and in Japanese like media, uh, uh, like anime, manga, stuff like that. We're thinking maybe it's got something to do with the fact that the Japanese population is in decline. Right. So they're just basically like there's lots more fan servicey, sexy kind of things going on in in all various kinds of media to encourage them to you know get down and do the deed. Uh, oh, I see what you mean. I see. It took me once. Yeah, yeah. But a rabbit in a bikini that doesn't seem like the yeah, best but, way mate, to go about this. But you, have, you also have to understand that there's a, a, an entire subgenre in Japan where. You can buy a manga about rape. And they're all like, well, we don't care if they're living their fantasies in the form of these books as long as they're not doing it in real life. Like, they're getting their fix, their fantasy fix in the book. Rather than going out and doing it. Japan is the, the you know that one place in the world where all these crazy fucked up things are actually just written about and spoken yeah. about so that, you know, you can actually I get can help. Sort of, I sort of see it. I mean, I've always, I've heard this before. I'm sort of fancy. Like, has there actually done any research to see if, because it sounds like a great idea. If it's if it works, do you know what? Mm-hmm. Fine by me. I'd be interested in actually doing some research to see does it scratch the itch Oh, no, no one said have... it did, but I'm saying like that's one yeah. of the that's one of the things that people are like you know would you rather yeah. would you rather someone go out and do it or would you rather them get the rocks off to a whatever yeah if it works yeah 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 no I see that yeah I still find it I find the key disturbing as well some people so. are in, some people are into their fucking yeah. fairy shite or their animal yeah. shite. Well, my biggest issue was it wasn't anatomically correct. Right. <laughs> of all well, the things to complain about, there's an anim- There's a fucking rabbit banging a wolf right there. Well, rabbit's got basically fuck? breasts. It doesn't make sense because it's not how they're laid out. Oh. <laughs> God damn, man. And I saw. Well, no, I was just thinking so because I thought if they. The wolf's quite a lot bigger than the rabbit, and if they do the deed, assuming the wolf is based on our wolves and is anatomically correct, which they implied to be, he's going to rip her apart because they have this. Wolves have this. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, <laughs> okay. Like dogs, like wolves, like dogs have a knot at the base there, really, that basically expands, and they lock themselves together in the female. Here we go. <laughs> and so, the habit size difference, if they linked up and I expect, he'd rip her apart. There you or go. Or do some severe and damage. So people start to ask, how is it that Superman has sex with an earthling? Wouldn't he, you know, when he reaches climax, wouldn't he just shotgun clean through the chick's back? Perhaps, it's, perhaps that's his one weakness. There you go. Perhaps his one, he's super everything, but he's got the smallest cock in the universe. Yeah, there you go. There you go. He hasn't, so, he hasn't, he hasn't, got, he hasn't got a laser penis. <laughs> that's it. That's it. No, we're not worried about that. It's just the idea. Hang on a minute. He ejaculates. She's going to either launch across the fucking planet or explode. <laughs> that's why. You've got to bear in mind, the whole Superman job is basically compensation. Mm-hmm. All the big cape, wearing in the pants on the outside, the big white colours, standing up, look how big of a man I am. It's all just comp- it's classic compensation syndrome. There you go. Because really, he's quite small down under. There you go. You know, if it, if if he had a car, it'd have you know be lowered, have neons, have a big subwoofer in the back. That's your car, isn't it? <laughs> no, my car is very, very. You could. My car is very. Refined and relaxed, and you can't really see. 
<laughs> it's not go. very flashy at all. It's a Skoda. It's an old person's car. There you go. Congratulations. I get behind, well. I get behind the wheel and I didn't see turn 60. Well, considering your cycling adventures, it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like you've hit yeah. 60 already. Uh, yeah, I feel like it. We're both in our oh. 30s and we're thinking to ourselves, we're just going to jump into the grave now. We're too old for this shit. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. the old folks are like, the fuck is wrong with you people? Uh, someone in Twitch just saw the tech, the hell, lol. Uh, I'm assuming he turned up right in the midst of our conversation about rabbits and bikinis. There you go. <laughs> so, sorry if you're still with us, Sword and Tech. I am sorry. You missed a lot. It makes sense in pre- it makes sense in context. Yes. So. Yes, it does. <laughs> Have fun editing this one. Ugh. I'm just, mate, I ain't bothering. Just fuck it. It's gone. How, whatever's happened, it's there. Uh... What happens in this podcast yeah. stays in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's between me, you, and our four watchers on the internet. Ta-da. Yeah. And also you are 100-odd subscribers. Yeah. Some are going to get... There's some stuff we have discussed in this podcast. That's not that shocking. No. 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 We are really pushing boundaries. Rand Nerds pushes boundaries all the time. Oh, yes. Because reasons. They do. Uh, that's all I've got to talk about, I'm afraid, guys. That's it. I've got that's nothing. That's it. I've got nothing other than I am looking forward to next week. Um, I should be able to play more games next week uh, from all platforms. Uh, I Oh, yes. So Surprise. I will be having a new PC built next week. Ooh. At some time next week. So Ooh. I should be able to actually get Where's... back into the realms of PC gaming. Ah, so when you say I'll be having a new PC built, are you building this yourself? Uh, partly. Partly. Um, Who's doing the build for you? So, um, I went to Overclockers UK, which is a place that I fucking, I love overclockers.co.uk. I've shopped with Overclockers since, well, Alcatraz was built from parts from Overclockers. Um, and I thought, you know what, fuck it, I've... I realized over the years I've been putting off so much stuff because I have been using low-end gear. And don't get me wrong, low-end gear is fine as long as you don't mind waiting for things to be done. But there have been a few times when it's like, this gear just isn't good enough for what I do. And do you remember that time when we did a podcast and I did that white balance adjustment and on my screen it looked fine, but on your screen it was fucking dark orange? And on the stream, it was orange. When I'm trying to do color correction or I'm trying to edit photographs, I could really do with a nice screen and I could do yeah. with a bit of horsepower. And I had that gaming laptop where the fan failed, didn't I? The, the, the GPU fan just tanked itself. And I was like, oh, you know, you, you couldn't even run it without the fan going. And you're like, oh, my fucking God. You could hear it from the other side of my house, just idling. Um... And so I was like, look, uh, I'm not, I haven't done any color correction in over a year. I've not done, I don't even do image stabilizing because it takes, it takes, it adds so much time to render. And I was like, I bought out the bust up laptop, the Duffer fan. And I was like, let's do a comparison of render time. Render time, raw CPU on my burner laptop was an hour and 20 minutes. On the dying laptop, I didn't have to use CPU. I could use GPU encode. The render time for the same file, same codec, an hour and 20. With a duff fan, so thermal throttling in place, but with the added bonus of a hardware encoder, how long did it take? 10 minutes. Six. Lovely. So, so in theory, in the time that it would take, say, for a three-hour render on that, I could probably get away with 12 minutes. Now, if you then put that on the machine that I'm building, we're talking maybe six minutes. That's what you want. And that, it's all I about could, the winter time, man. I could go... And, and if by coincidence it happens to be a good playing games as well, what a bonus! So there you go! You know, it's, it's yeah. going to be fantastic. I really need to pair and upgrade my graphics card on this machine because I need to get faster rendering times. Well, I mean, 
here's the thing. <laughs> I've actually got hardware that I can't fully utilize because I haven't had a fully functioning desktop computer. Um, I've had capture devices and other equipment that are just like, this machine is too slow to be able to render what we're passing through right now. Just, no, it's not going to work. And so I've had high-end equipment just sit on a shelf. You know, I've had the ability to work with higher-end equipment and I've just not been able to use it. Now, it's just like, fuck it. I haven't built a PC since my children were two. Um, my eldest son's going to be 12, so I haven't built a PC in a decade at this point. Mm. It's time I fucking get in there, get this done, and then I can actually play some games, properly edit some video, properly do some audio work, and get back into the groove of doing things. I've got yeah. fuck all else to do for the next couple of months, so why the fuck yeah. not? <laughs> why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? So that's so, it. I'll be able to get back uh, into PC gaming soon. Marvellous is it's, what we want. It should be able to play most things they throw at it. So, we'll see. We'll see. I won't we'll hype it up too much because I, I haven't really looked into PC hardware at this point. So, it, it might be good. It might be crap. Mm. I'm sure it'll be marvellous. I hope. <laughs> I hope. I really uh, hope. Right. Well, then, if there's nothing more from you. No, that's it. I've told the world everything. There we are. So, final judgment on the stuff of Graham. Excuseous. And we'll look forward to seeing you in a fortnight's time on the 25th of April. And we'll see if we're still in lockdown. We'll still be in lockdown. <laughs> yeah, we will still be in lockdown. <laughs> we'll still be in lockdown for definite. Damn sure. So, Bob survived. Yay. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, I heard Bobo went into ICU. <laughs> yeah. I just found said, I don't like Boris. But I would wish him dead. Well, there you go. So, but yeah, he survived. He, he made survived. it out. Good job, bye-bye. So, so, yeah. Right. Thank you, buddy. Bye. Bye.